At Bet365, we don't do ordinary. We believe that every sport should be epic. Every home run, every hit, every inning, every play. From the moments that are legendary to the ones that fly under the radar. See for yourself when you sign up today and get $150 in bonus bets when you bet just $5. Whatever the sport, whatever the moment, it's never ordinary at Bet365. 21 plus only must be present in Ohio. If you or someone you know has a gambling problem and wants help, call 1-800-GAMBLER. Terms and conditions apply. I bet you're smart. Yeah, and you like to hold your own in the group chat. We can help you drop even more knowledge. My name is Martine Powers. And I'm Elahe Azadi. We host a daily news podcast called Post Reports. Every weekday afternoon, Post Reports takes you inside an important and interesting story with the kind of reporting that you can only get from The Washington Post. You can listen to Post Reports wherever you get your podcasts. Go find it now and hit follow. Xfinity has free premium networks for everyone this month, no matter what kind of entertainment you love. Addicted to true crime? Catch killer cases and more spine-tingling shows on A&E Crime Central. Crave adventure? Explore Asian action movies on Hayah. Searching for something extreme? Check out skating, snowboarding, and more on Fuel TV Plus, the global home of action sports. And find crowd-pleasing bops on iHeartRadio's Hit Nation playlist. There's new free shows and movies to love every week. Say free this week in your Xfinity voice remote. Zumo Play is your destination for endless entertainment. With a diverse lineup of 350-plus live channels, movies, and full TV series, you'll easily find something to watch right away. And the best part? It's all free. Love music? Get lost in the 90s with iHeart 90s. Dance away with hip-hop beats and more on the iHeart Radio music channels. No logins, no signups, no accounts, no hassle. So what are you waiting for? Start streaming at play.xumo.com or download from the app and Google Play stores today. All you can stream with Zumo Play. This is Saturday Bet Prep with Matt Humans on VSIN, the Sports Betting Network. All right, hour number two, the Circuit College Hoops Challenge. We're going to get deep into the plays now, thanks to Wes Reynolds, who joined the first hour of the show. We talked about a couple of Wes's top plays. Now let's get into it with uh, Jim Root. Follow him on Twitter at Second Chance Points. College Hoops handicapper for three man weave. Also the field of 68, and Jim calling in tonight from Chicago, where I left 22 years ago. Jim, for some reason, you left Las Vegas and moved back to Chicago. Why the hell did you do that? Oh, man, I wish I had a better answer, but that's probably good for you and everybody else in this competition, because clearly I don't have good judgment, so (laughs) that's not going to be great for making selections here. How is uh, life in Chicago right now? Did uh, did you get hit by a snowstorm this week? Yeah, I got a little bit of snow. Uh, it's been a mild winter compared to a lot of Midwest ones, but I certainly miss just being able to walk around uh, on a on a fifty five degree day in the middle of January the way the way it was out in Vegas. So uh, maybe maybe someday I'll get pulled back by the the gravity of of Sin City and all the the glory that it has. You know, uh, we're going to talk about a UNLV game here in a minute since you left Vegas, and that's going to be a, a hot topic here in the city. Tomorrow's the Nevada-UNLV game. I wanted to ask you first, you know, a lot of people are just getting into college hoops handicapping now, but guys like you and I and everybody in this contest, we've been doing this every night since early November. How's your college hoop season uh, been so far from a handicapping perspective? It's it fortunately been really good. Um, I I was able to kind of tighten up volume in the middle of January because things had gone well, uh, and so now I'm I'm more concerned with not giving some some profits back than I am with trying to to you know have the great race to try to make more. Um, as you will be able to tell by my selections this week, it has been a more totals heavy season for me. Mm-hmm. That is that has definitely been where I've found more uh, more profitability, but. Um, it, you know, it kind of varies. I feel like sometimes that stuff is seasonal where uh, my numbers will be stronger on sides for a couple of weeks and then the totals will shift in and, and take over and be the, the better department. But uh, overall, pretty solid and content with it and looking forward to another month or so of, of uh, conference play before we get to postseason. Yeah, I don't bet a lot of college hoops totals, but I did play one last night and a one. It was the uh, Arizona-Washington State under. So um, I like totals a little bit more after I win one. And that was a wild game last night if, uh, if you bet the side and you saw how that finished. Anyway, let's talk uh, your, your top five plays in the contest. In week one, you went four and one. The only loser was your best bet. But, hey, you'll take four and one every week. Let's start here with um, 
8.02 on rotation. Nevada, UNLV. I was up in Reno Monday night to watch New Mexico and Nevada play in two overtimes in a game that flew over the total. Uh, you're going to play this under. And the UNLV defense has been struggling lately. But you're going to play a Nevada, UNLV under 140.5. How do you handicap this one? Yeah, so the first thing I looked at with these is, is last year, the matchups between the two. So same coaches, Kevin Kruger and Steve Alford. And both games were really slow and really ugly. Uh, so the first first one uh, was 69 to 58 on 66 possessions, and then 62 to 54 on 63 possessions. That was a different UNLV team for sure. They played faster this year. They got a little bit uh, more offensive pop to them. But over the last couple of games, they did get Elijah Parquet back, who is a big time perimeter defender and maybe not as efficient of an offensive player. So I think he tilts things towards the under. And last game, the defense really struggled without Luis Rodriguez, uh, guy who started all 18 games that he's played in, sixth wing, can defend a bunch of different positions, and he missed against Wyoming. Now he's hopefully back. I read that he practiced today. So between that, Nevada being more of a, a slowdown team, the stakes of the rivalry, Nevada coming off a double overtime game like you mentioned, I'm hoping this reflects more of last year with a low 60s pace rather than upper 60s. Uh, 67 is where Ken projects it. So between that uh, and hopefully those UNLV guys returning and, and offering more defense, I, I like the under there. Slow and, and inefficient. That's what we're looking for. Well, the UNLV offense has been in, in, uh, inefficient at times. Uh, no, doubt, no doubt about it. Lately, the Rebels really kept under wraps a week ago at Fresno. That was a pathetic performance. Uh, but I wanted to play the side in this game. I just couldn't uh, couldn't get there. I think it's a good better spot for UNLV. When I watched Nevada in person on Monday night, Jim, I was pretty impressed. This is a team with a lot of size. They're physical, and they got some, uh, they've got some scores, but they do play D as well. I think Nevada is a little bit better team. I like to spot better for the Rebels. I just couldn't get there on the side. Did you consider a side play here? Yeah, I thought about it. I, I, I considered UNLV as well. I think them getting a little bit healthier is big. Like you said, um, off that double OT, I, I just typically want to be on the other side of teams like that, especially you come out with that huge, huge win against New Mexico, who was ranked at the time and mm -hmm. uh, surely had, had a big takeaway for that. But um, I just couldn't quite get there either. I felt more comfortable with the, with the total. Yeah, that was a court storming in uh, Reno on uh, Monday night. I like to bet against teams after that. But uh, the, the Wolfpack have had the entire week off before coming to Vegas on uh, Saturday. All right, how about another rivalry game? This one's definitely going to fly under the radar on a national uh, level because these teams are so bad. But Cal Stanford, and you're going to play this under 128 and a half. Yeah, the, I mentioned the historical matchups for UNLV and, and uh, Nevada. If this one reflects the first matchup this year, I'm in trouble uh, because California had an out-of-body experience, 16 of 22 from three. Uh, that is insane. They scored over 1.5 points per possession really can't have that again, but it was a super slow game, 60 possessions, hoping for something like that here. Uh, and Cal has been a much worse team offensively when Devin Askew plays. He's their highest usage guard, formerly of Kentucky and Texas. And he just returned last game, played 33 minutes, two of 12 from the field. That's typically what you get from him. He's not a great shooter. And the team has yet to win a game when he's playing. It just kind of takes their offensive rhythm out uh, and does not work well for them. Stanford, I think, will be very locked in after getting torched in that, that uh, prior game in this rivalry. Uh, both teams play really slow offensively, so I, I think this one turns into a grind. We see way less efficient shooting than we did in that first one where they somehow combined for 162 points. No idea how that happened. All right, that's 8.08 on the rotation. Cal Stanford under 128.5, and, and again, Jim Root with us. Uh, follow him at Second Chance Points. College Hoops Handicapper for three-man weave in the field of 68. All right, Jim, let's move on. Uh, we're going to go way back in the rotation to uh, your best bet, 676. And uh, I know the listeners can't wait to hear about this one. But sometimes these under-the-radar games can turn out to be the best plays on the board. Uh, so let's go with Stony Brook and Hampton, under 137. Tell us why this is your best bet. Oh, because I'm a sicko. That's why. But <laughs> – I did miss my best bet last week, like you mentioned, so we'll see if it's the right choice. But this number's already ticking down, and I think it's because news of, of injuries here are starting to get out into the market. Uh, Stony Brook's best player, a guy that plays like basically every single minute, Tyler Stevenson Moore, 
left at the end of last game, based kind of stretcher, like scary stuff. Uh, he was moving his extremities, but I think there was some real worry about spinal type of injury. Almost no chance he plays in this game. He's a big-time facilitator for them. They're already down two guys for the whole season uh, due to torn ACLs in the preseason. They play super, super slow already. You add in uh, the fact that he's not going to be out there, their best scorer. I think they try to grind it even more. Hampton has been a, a relatively slow team as well, particularly in league play. They've hit the brakes offensively. I think both teams are very content to keep it slow specifically because of that Stevenson Moore injury. And that just leads to kind of a, a grueling slog back and forth where both teams really lack scores. Uh, and it's just going to be, you know, long 20 to 25 second possessions back and forth. That's good info there. I did not uh, know that about the player leaving the, the floor on the stretcher. You do know that Paul Pierce once left the game in a wheelchair and came back and played the same night, right? Yeah, you know, I'm hoping that doesn't happen, but I am also hoping he's healthy and fine. Uh, it always is right. tough to do. When, when it's a serious injury like that, you know, it, it feels <clears throat> guilty to put it in part of your handicap, but it, it matters for the under, and that's why I went with it as my best bet. Yeah, no doubt. A guy who's that important to the uh, offense plays that big a role. That's good information on that. All right, so his best bet, Stony Brook Hampton under 137, and again, that's uh, 676 on the rotation. How about 699? We're going to go Hofstra. Charleston over 147 and a half. You got five plays. This is the only over. Yeah, finally I get to cheer for points. It feels good in the, for for one uh, for one instance here. Yeah, both these teams. It's kind of the opposite of what I've been saying. They they play really fast offensively. Uh, Charleston really likes to run when they have a willing dance partner. Um, look back at the North Carolina A and T game on January 4th. Got up to 80 possessions. They're just coming off a 77 possession game against Northeastern. Pat Kelsey. The coach there is really known for playing ultra fast. Last year, they were second in the country in tempo. They're really deep, so they can get up and down. And Hofstra is one of the best offenses in the league. Aaron Estrada is like a triple-double threat every night. Big-time pick-and-roll operator for them. He's coming off a 40-point game. So that tells you what he's capable of. So this one, I think, combines for you know both teams' offenses are better than their defenses, and both like to get out and run in transition. So... I think it's way over the 70 possession projection that Ken Palm puts mm-hmm. to that. And at that point with the efficiency, I feel comfortable with the over there. All right. Hofstra Charleston over 147 and a half and the fifth play uh, 618 on the rotation, Western Carolina VMI under 142. Big one on VMI here. Uh, just really slow, really bad offensively. That's kind of what it comes down to for me. They lost a bunch of guys to injury early in the season, playing a ton of freshmen, uh, and they haven't had a, a game go over 66 possessions in three weeks. So definitely going to be slow. Feel confident in that. Uh, just the worry is that BMI's defense can be a sieve at times, and Western Carolina could punish them for it. But, again, I'm always hunting tempo where the game's going to be slower than what it's projected, and, and I think this one will comfortably come in underneath that 67 possession projection and uh, hopefully get the under home for me. All right, that's Jim Roop from Chicago tonight. And 4-1 uh, and one in week one, Jim Thanks for the time, and uh, best of luck this weekend, man. Appreciate it. Appreciate it. Always fun to be on. Thanks for having me, Matt. All right. At Second Chance Points on Twitter. And, again, all the plays from the contest are going to be up at vcin.com slash picks, and we'll tweet them out to at Live. Back, I'm going to talk a little bit more about the NFL Conference Championships next. At Bet365, we don't do ordinary. We believe that every sport should be epic. Every home run, every hit, every inning, every play. From the moments that are legendary to the ones that fly under the radar. Whether it's a walk-off grand slam or a base hit to center field. Whatever the sport, whatever the moment. It's never ordinary at Bet365. 21 plus only must be present in Ohio. If you or someone you know has a gambling problem and wants help, call 1-800-GAMBLER. There's a lot happening these days, but I have just the thing to get you up to speed on what matters without taking too much of your time. The 7 from the Washington Post is a podcast that gives you the seven most important and interesting stories, and we always try to save room for something fun. You get it all in about seven minutes or less. I'm Hannah Jewell. I'll get you caught up with The 7 every weekday. So follow The 7 right now. 
Xfinity has free premium networks for everyone this month, no matter what kind of entertainment you love. Addicted to true crime? Catch killer cases and more spine-tingling shows on A&E Crime Central. Crave adventure? Explore Asian action movies on Hayah. Searching for something extreme? Check out skating, snowboarding, and more on Fuel TV Plus, the global home of action sports. And find crowd-pleasing bops on iHeartRadio's Hit Nation playlist. There's new free shows and movies to love every week. Say free this week in your Xfinity voice remote. Zumo Play is your destination for endless entertainment. With a diverse lineup of 350-plus live channels, movies, and full TV series, you'll easily find something to watch right away. And the best part? It's all free. Love music? Get lost in the 90s with iHeart 90s. Dance away with hip-hop beats and more on the iHeart Radio music channels. No logins, no signups, no accounts, no hassle. So what are you waiting for? Start streaming at play.xumo.com or download from the app and Google Play stores today. All you can stream with Zumo Play. This is Saturday Bet Prep with Matt Humans on VSIN, the sports betting network. All right, you will find the Circuit College Hoops Challenge picks from Jim Root and others on VSIN's picks page, where we post all the plays mentioned by VSIN host and their guests throughout the week. Go to vsin.com slash picks, vsin.com slash picks. And we're going to have 50 plays on the college basketball card on Saturday. Uh, before we get done with uh, tonight's show, a majority of those you're going to hear in the final hour, which uh, I'm calling the Circuit College Hoops Challenge Hour. And um, we'll get to that in a little bit. We're going to talk football here for uh, the next uh, couple segments. And I want to start with the uh, NFC Championship game, 49ers at Eagles. And if you're going to power rate this, these teams are essentially dead even. I did think the Eagles are going to be one, one one-and-a-half point favorites at the opener after watching the way the Eagles blew out the Giants and uh, how how good Jalen Hurts actually looked in that game considering – the concerns we had about his uh, sprained right shoulder going into that divisional round game against New York. And then when you watched uh, Brock Purdy and the 49ers struggle against the Cowboys in that 19-12 to game, I had a little doubt that the Philadelphia side was going to open as a slight favorite, one and a half, up to two and a half. And actually, uh, Circa and the, and the uh, South Point Sportsbooks Day both went to uh, minus three on uh, – um, Philadelphia, and Chris Andrews uh, tweeted about this today. He went to uh, minus three, then back to two and a half after about a couple of hours. Also posted a prop up there at the South Point on the highest uh, scoring teams uh, in this uh, divisional round, but you can find a lot of props too on potential Super Bowl matchups and uh, things of that sort. But I want to get back to uh, talking about the Eagles hosting the Niners, and uh, I think Jalen Hurts, and his uh, his shoulder looked good enough a week ago against the Giants that um, that you could probably move forward without too much caution here in the NFC Championship game if you like the Philly side. And I think the betting market reflects as much. Philly opened one and a half. Uh, Sharp Money moved that to two and a half. And um, when it gets up to three, you're going to get some buyback on the 49ers plus three. And and I can definitely see why because I think there is a little bit of an edge just based on the number. If you're betting numbers on San Francisco plus three. I thought Jalen Hurts passed all the tests in that 38-7 to victory over the Giants. In fact, his first pass uh, was a vertical shot, and he looked good. And he was 7-for-7 for 89 yards passing in the first quarter. By the time he got to halftime, he had two TD passes, a TD running, and uh, the Giants were outclassed. It was obvious. With a healthy Jalen Hurts, the Eagles resembled, I think, the team – they were during that 13-1 start to the season uh, before they had to throw Gardner Minshew in there, and uh, things got a little bit choppy late in the season. And Jalen Hurts went almost a month, really, without a lot of serious action uh, after he got banged up in that game at Chicago. I thought what was positive for the Philadelphia offense, too, is did not have to go vanilla last week, did not have to protect Hurts too much. How much was he going to run? How many designed runs would he have in that game? Those were questions... Uh, I wanted to answer it, and I think you saw it pretty early. He ended up running the ball nine times in the game against the Giants. Seven of those were designed runs. And those zone read plays, that's the uh, typical Philly offense. That only works if your quarterback is a running threat. 
and Hertz was a running threat, and he opened up the field uh, for Kenneth Gainwell, Miles Sanders, and Boston Scott, three pretty good running backs. Those three guys combined for 234 yards on 35 carries. I thought the offensive line looked dominant. Again, a lot of that had to do with a right tackle, Lane Johnson, coming back. He had that abdominal injury. He played deep into the game. He looked like the uh, dominant right tackle uh, we always knew. And then you got the Philadelphia defense that leads the league in sacks with 75, dropped Daniel Jones five times in the game a week ago. It looked like business as usual on the both sides of the ball for the Eagles. Uh, <clears throat> how about Brock Purdy? Now, this is going to be the uh, first road start for him in the playoffs, blah, blah, blah. You know, Br- uh, Brock Purdy's passed all the tests so far. And uh, you're kind of tired of waiting for him to uh, fall on his face. But it might happen here. You're going to Philadelphia for your first road playoff game in the toughest environment in the league. And uh, this is going to be a big test for him. He has not faced a lot of adversity so far. I think, in fact, he's 7-0 as a starter. Uh, but I think uh, he has faced – a pretty weak schedule uh, up to this point. Let's hear from uh, Trent Williams, 49ers left tackle, talking about Brock Purdy playing in Philadelphia in his first road playoff start. Seattle, he did good. Obviously, that's one of the loudest stadiums in in America. So uh, that's probably the biggest test when you talk about noise. Um, but, you know, I've, I've been to Philly almost every year of my career. So it's... it's it's a little bit more than just the noise that comes with that place. But, um, you know, I think if you can operate in Seattle's noise, I think the noise, you can pretty much operate anywhere. But, um, you know, Philly is just one of those places where, you know, those fans, they, they, they make a difference. They get under your skin, you know, they, they yell at you. They, they, they don't stop. So I think that, you know, that will be an added factor to it. But I think he operated good in the noise. Are there people, like, behind your, your bench that – Screaming or like what? I mean, yeah, yeah. It's you know, it's when you walk into there, you know, you they let you know that you're not welcome, and you know, it's we enjoy the home field advantage when we got it here, and then you know, it's it's the name of the game. You got to go there, you got to deal with it, and um, that's why we play the game. All right, that's Trent Williams talking about Brock Purdy playing in Philadelphia. Now, uh, it's not just about the noise. It's about also about the Philadelphia defense. I talked about Eagles lead the league in sacks. In terms of yards allowed, they got the number one pass defense in the NFL. They didn't have that in Seattle. You also got more pressure in this game in uh, Philadelphia. It's going to be a whole new challenge for Brock Purdy, who's 7-0 as a starter. Niners roll in on a 12-game winning streak. I don't think uh, Purdy has faced anything like the, uh, the pressure he's going to see from Philadelphia this week. But, uh, you know, at the same time, the San Francisco 49ers are a serious threat for obvious reasons. They've got offensive playmakers, Christian McCaffrey, Elijah Mitchell, Debo Samuel, George Kittle, uh, who stack up you know, right there with uh, what the Eagles have in terms of playmakers. Both of these teams did a great job surrounding their quarterback. I think the front office did a great job surrounding the quarterback with playmakers and putting that quarterback in position to uh, succeed. For the Eagles, it's been Hurts pretty much the whole way. Uh, for the 49ers, it's been a carousel of quarterbacks from Trey Lance to Jimmy G to Brock Purdy, who's really, I think, played the best of all three of them, and it's hard to dispute that. And on the uh, San Francisco defensive side, Nick Boza leads the pass rush. Fred Warner, an all-around weapon as a linebacker. I think this is the best defense that Jalen Hurts has faced this season. Not really going out on a limb saying that, obviously, because it's the number one scoring defense in the NFL. Well, let's hear from uh, Nick Sirianni, Eagles coach, talking about where he thinks this game is going to be won, and he did not say the quarterbacks. I've been taught from very young that it's O-line, D-line, O-line, D-line, O-line, D-line, O-line, D-line. It doesn't matter. It doesn't, it doesn't matter if it's my son's peewee game. It doesn't matter if it's a high school game. It doesn't matter if it's a college game. It doesn't matter if it's a pro game. The O-line, D-line wins games, and it sets the tone. And we got a great defensive line. We got a great offensive line. And not only do we have these pieces in place there, we also understand that we have backups and we have rotations and guys ready to step in and make plays and guys that have stepped in to make plays. And But we also know this about San Francisco. They got a great O-line and D-line. And, and, and that's, you know, you get to the NFC Championship game, that's, probably, that's, what, that's what it's going to look like. I haven't looked at Cincinnati and, or Kansas City, but I'm assuming it's similar, it's similar traits. 
All right. Both these teams are strong in the offensive and defensive lines. The difference in this game, in my opinion, has got to be Jalen Hurts. I think the 49ers defense feasted on weak opposing quarterbacks for most of the season. The last quarterback to thoroughly beat the San Francisco defense with the run on the pass, the Chiefs, Patrick Mahomes in October. Jalen Hurts, a similar type of player. He's got an array of weapons. Devontae Smith, A.J. Brown, Dallas Dallas Goddard to tight end, in addition to those running backs. And uh, they trigger a ground attack that I think can expose a 49ers defense like the only the Chiefs did. And when before this 12-game winning streak started, it was Patrick Mahomes and the Chiefs that uh, put a beating on the uh, 49ers in San Francisco. I think if Jalen Hurts plays like he's capable, Nick Sirianni did compare him to Michael Jordan a week ago. Uh, he's not MJ. He's only won one playoff game in his career. But if Hurts plays the way he's capable, uh, I think he's headed for the Super Bowl here. And I've got a 40-1 to ticket on the Eagles that's uh, live to win the Super Bowl. But I like the Eagles in this uh, matchup, and I think Brock Purdy's Cinderella story <clears throat> comes to an end in uh, Philadelphia. All right, we'll talk more about the uh, NFL Conference Championships next. Scott Kellen is an NFL handicapping specialist. we got a lot of guys on this uh, contest, and Daniel Alvari too, a lot of uh, handicappers who love college hoops. Scott Kellen's all about the NFL. Uh, We're going to come back with Scott and tell you about his uh, best bets for 49ers, Eagles, and Bengals Chiefs. Next, stay tuned. VSIN, the Sports Betting Network. This is Saturday Bet Prep with Matt Humans on VSIN, the Sports Betting Network. All right, before you make your next bet, be sure to visit vsin.com to check the current betting splits data. If you want to know where the money and the bets are moving in every game, betting splits page is updated with DraftKings odds every 10 minutes. Find out where the public is betting based on the number of tickets and where the money doesn't match to public opinion. Betting splits, another way VSIN is here to make you a smarter, better year-round. Check out today's betting splits for every game at VSIN.com. All right, Scott Kellen won the 2011 Cantor Football Showdown, the 2014 Golden Nugget uh, Football Showdown, and uh, I was a part of both of those contests in terms of running them, and uh, Scott Kellen is a regular on our Saturday night show, which is called Sunday Bet Prep. It's a three-hour NFL preview show. And Scott's been on with us pretty much uh, every week the entire season. Joins us now at Sixth Sense NFL, Scott Kellen on the show. Scott, how you doing? How's your NFL season been from a handicapping perspective? Hey, it's been pretty good, Matt. It was uh, down early in the year, then had a really nice run. Uh, I think, you know, weeks 10 through 20 or so. Uh, last week was okay. I think one and one or two and one. Um, had a couple, I think week 18, week 19 were not as good, but uh Overall, I think we're 53, 54% good high volume. So it's been an okay year overall. Do you have any uh, futures live? I don't think you play a lot of futures, but do you have anything live with the uh, Final Four teams? Not with the Final Four. You know, I had some over-under, season over-under wins, some divisional wins um, that, you know, I think we went three and one on. So that was good, but nothing for the futures for the uh, Super Bowl. Okay. So uh, nothing about that to uh, take into account when you handicap the games this weekend, like I was talking about with uh, a Philly Super Bowl uh, futures ticket in my pocket, but that's not really going to impact the way uh, I look at the game this weekend because it's not a huge ticket, even though it's a 40 to one odds. Let's talk about that game. 49ers and Eagles in Philadelphia. And it's obvious that Jalen Hurts looked a lot better last week than I think most people thought against the Giants. The Eagles rolled in that game 38-7. to And Brock Purdy is 7-0 and as a starter, and the, the 49ers roll in on the 12-game win streak. But, Scott, this is the first road playoff start for Brock Purdy. It might be the toughest environment in the NFL. Beyond all that stuff, Everything you do and how you crunch the numbers, how do you handicap this matchup between San Francisco and Philadelphia with the Eagles two-and-a-half-point favorites right now and a total of 46-and-a-half? Yeah, you know, it's interesting, Matt. I uh, I was saying a few weeks ago, this kind of the Purdy thing kind of reminded me of Ben Roethlisberger. I had the year wrong, and I figured it out. It was 2004. Remember, he lost in the AFC Championship to New England. He was a rookie quarterback. And then I heard something earlier this week. 
Purdy will be the fifth quarterback to play in a championship game. The first four have lost. A couple close games. Sean King, you know, with Tampa Bay. Roethlisberger lost. Um, Joe Flacco against the Steelers. So, you know, they, they've all lost. They've had a couple close games. I'll throw this one thing out there, and then I'll, I'll get to my best bet. I've followed this probably for 20-plus years, and we, we've got data going back 52 years in the championship game going back to 1970. And this is, it's so simple, uh, you, you might even dismiss it because of how simplistic it is, but the team with the better defense in the championship game, simply defined, this is where it gets pretty simplistic, simply defined by the team who has allowed the fewest amount of points during the regular season, and, that, and this year that's going to be San Francisco and Cincinnati, is 66-34-3 and three against the spread. That's 103 sample games in a sample size. One game, both teams had allowed the same amount of points. So it wasn't a play. Uh, 23 of those 52 years, um, you would have won both those games. Seven years, you would have lost both. And 22, you would have went one and one, call it even minus the juice. Um, so it's kind of a starting point. But, you know, unfortunately for me, my numbers kind of support Philadelphia in this game. So it's no play on the side. Um, I am going to play the over, though. Um, and, you know, if, if you ask me to create a narrative for the under, I could very easily create that. Um, you know, the game against Dallas last week, this could be a very similar type game in terms of, you know, just a, a grudge match. But I'm going to go over here. Hurts as a home favorite. He's 11-1 straight up, 9-2-1 against the spread. Each win by six or more points. Average win by 13 points. Now, granted, they have not played a team uh, in that role uh, at the level of San Francisco. But they are 9-3 and three to the over. And they've scored 21 or more points in every one of those games. And I, I think Philly can easily get into the 20s in this game. And, you know, San Francisco, neither one of these teams have really played great offenses this year. San Francisco's only played two teams that are in the top 10 in both rushing and passing. That was Kansas City, they gave up 44. And Vegas, they got 34 mm -hmm. to Jared Stidham of all quarterbacks. Uh, and now they're going to get their third, you know, match here against Philadelphia. So I think Philly can get into the 20s here. And the, the question really becomes, you know, what can San Francisco do offensively with Purdy? Um, you know, Philly hasn't played a top 10 offense since they faced Jacksonville back in early October. So they haven't faced this gauntlet of offenses either. I don't think this is going to be easy for San Francisco. But Philly, you know, by my metrics, they're 10th worst in the league in rushing, rush defense. They have gotten better since a week 11 when they added Sue and, and Linville Joseph. Um, but they're still not a great rush defensive team. And San Francisco this year has played five teams that are in the bottom 10 in rush defense. They've averaged 26 points a game in those games and 173 yards rushing. I don't think they're going to do that because this Philly defense, I think, as a whole is pretty good. And like one of those teams was Vegas, who has a very bad pass defense, and Philly doesn't have that. But I think San Francisco can possibly get the 20 points in this game. And if we can get Philadelphia to 27 or more, which I think they can certainly do, um, I think this can go over the total of 46 and a half. I'm on the over. It's simply a play with my numbers, which have been very good for totals. So I'm going to go over the, the total in this game. All right. <clears throat> there might be a 46 out there, but Scott is uh, playing the 49ers Eagles over as his best bet. Scott, I know the 49ers are number one in the NFL in scoring defense, 16.3 points a game, and they've won 12 in a row. Uh, but they, I, what really jumps out to me is look at how weak the offenses and the quarterbacks they have faced have been. And like you said, Jarrett Stidham and Patrick Mahomes, the only two guys in the last uh, three months really to light up this defense. But it's been a lot of weak offenses, weak quarterbacks the Niners have faced. And I, I think you've made that point as well, right? I, it's, I think Jalen Hurts is going to have success against the San Francisco defense. Yeah, I think there's plays that can be had down the field against this team yeah. if, as long as they can protect the quarterback. We saw that we saw the commanders do that in a game, you know, that, that ended up being a blowout. But in, while it was close, they were throwing the ball down the field. We've seen a few teams do that. I think Philly's going to be able to do that in this game as well. All right. Let's talk about the uh, Bengals and the Chiefs. And so now KC, a one and a half point home favorite, total of 48 and a half. Scott, do you like anything with the side or the total in KC? Yeah, I feel a little square here, Matt. I'm going to go over on this one as well. Now, obviously, this one's got some, you know, contingencies here with, you know, we don't know what we're going to get from Mahomes. But he looked okay in practice this week. He's not on the practice report. 
obviously they could hit this ankle and you know and 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 cause him to have to start limping around like last week again. So I'm going over the total here. Uh, I also played Cincinnati over the 23 and a half. It's kind of a hedge in case something happens to Mahomes. But a couple things about the Bengals. This run they've been on for the last year and a half is pretty incredible. They've lost four games since the beginning of last year by more than three points. Ironically, three of those were against the Cleveland Browns of all teams and one against the Chargers. But they're in every single game. And the one area where the Chiefs have really struggled this year um, is against teams with multiple elite receivers. So they played six games against five teams, Tampa Bay, Buffalo, Cincinnati, Vegas, and the Chargers twice. They allowed 24 or more points in every one of those games. It's an average of 27 points a game. I think Cincinnati is going to get their points with these elite receivers. Yes, the, the offensive line missing three guys. If you thought that was a problem last week, despite the fact that they got through that, you have to consider that to be a problem this week. But, you know, this offensive line that they're going out there with on Sunday isn't much worse than kind of a crappy offensive line they, they you know, went there last year and won with. So, you know, Burrow, he just, he just has some of that it factor and he gets things done. On the Kansas City side, you know, it's just a remarkable run for them. Fifth straight home championship game uh, that they're hosting in a row. The first four here have totaled 51, 62, 59, 68 points. Tells me they're getting to the championship game. They're playing another elite team. They've never had a great defense or, you know, sometimes the defense has been great. This year's probably average. I think they'll give up some points. The three games between these two teams, 65, 51, and 51. And, you know, the other kind of amazing factor is Mahomes has never played a road playoff game other than the Super Bowl. Every game's been at home. They've scored 22 or more points in every single game at home. And, and the games that he finished, they've scored 24 or more. He had the one game against Cleveland where they scored 22. He left, I think, early in the third quarter in that game. Uh, I think Kansas City, as long as he stays healthy, can get into the 20s. I think Cincinnati, you know, kind of based on what I just laid out, is going to get to 24 or more. Um, and I think this thing can get over the total. And I get, again, as a hedge, I would look maybe uh, Cincinnati over 23 and a half if you can find it, because um, I, I do think they can get to 24 points as well. All right. He's betting on points this weekend. His nickname is the Sugar Daddy, Scott Kellen <laughs> at Six Cents NFL. The best numbers in the market out there on Scott's totals. DraftKings has over, if you want to play over, 46 in the San Francisco-Philadelphia game and 47 and a half at South Point on the Cincy-KC game. Scott, appreciate the time. Have a good weekend. All right, you too. Thanks, Matt. I'll talk about my best bets next. Stay tuned. At Bed 365 we don't do ordinary. We believe that every sport should be epic. Every home run, every hit, every inning, every play. From the moments that are legendary to the ones that fly under the radar. See for yourself when you sign up today and get $150 in bonus bets when you bet just $5. Whatever the sport, whatever the moment, it's never ordinary at Bet365. 21 plus only must be present in Ohio. If you or someone you know has a gambling problem and wants help, call 1-800-GAMBLER. Terms and conditions apply. The 2024 presidential campaign features two candidates who are very well known to Americans. And yet, there's complexity at every turn. Criminal trials for one of those candidates. Young voters who are angry. The Campaign Moment podcast from The Washington Post gives you what matters. I'm Aaron Blake, and I'm covering my 10th election cycle. My colleagues and I have insights that you won't find anywhere else. So follow the Campaign Moment right now, wherever you're listening. Xfinity has free premium networks for everyone this month, no matter what kind of entertainment you love. Addicted to true crime? Catch killer cases and more spine-tingling shows on A&E Crime Central. Crave adventure? Explore Asian action movies on Hayah. Searching for something extreme? Check out skating, snowboarding, and more on Fuel TV Plus, the global home of action sports. And find crowd-pleasing bops on iHeartRadio's Hit Nation playlist. There's new free shows and movies to love every week. Say free this week in your Xfinity voice remote. Zumo Play is your destination for endless entertainment. With a diverse lineup of 350-plus live channels, movies, and full TV series, you'll easily find something to watch right away. And the best part? It's all free. Love music? Get lost in the 90s with iHeart90s. Dance away with hip-hop beats and more on the iHeartRadio music channels. No logins, no signups, no accounts, no hassle. 
So what are you waiting for? Start streaming at play.xumo.com or download from the app and Google Play stores today. All you can stream with Zumo Play. This is Saturday Bet Prep with Matt Humans on VSIN, the sports betting network. All right, football bettors with conference championships this weekend. It's time to check out Bet Rivers. You can win up to $10,000 in bonus money instantly by playing the exclusive Bet Rivers Squares this football season. Place a $10 or more uh, wager in qualifying bets, and you get a square on the house. If the numbers on your square match the final score of the game, you win. There are restrictions on qualifying wagers, eligible bonuses, and credit use. Full terms and conditions available at Bet Rivers Squares. Dot com. <clears throat> Don't be a square unless you enter this Bet Rivers Squares contest. I made uh, that last part up. That's not their official motto. All right, let's get back uh, to the show here. I want to talk more about the Bengals-Chiefs game. I think it's remarkable. If you go back to week eight of the 2021 season, including playoffs, the Chiefs are 26-2 and against all teams other than the Bengals. They are 0-3 against the Bengals, 26-2 and against everyone else. So Joe Burrow is one of the few guys who's had uh, Patrick Mahomes' number, even though it's not a one-on-one game between the quarterbacks. We know that. But uh, Burrow has got the best of Mahomes, beat him in the regular season this year. The Chiefs have had the lead in those games, and they've squandered the leads. Uh, I want to I hear from uh, Patrick Mahomes <clears throat> on the speculation about his ankle this week. So he's got a – High ankle sprain on his right leg. He was at practice three days in a row. He had the ankle heavily taped. And uh, obviously he's uh, going to give it a go on uh, Sunday. Andy Reid, Chiefs coach, confirmed that today that Mahomes is going to start. That was uh, no suspense in that announcement. I think the questions are going to be how well can he move around? Uh, can he get outside the pocket and run and make plays? Can he be the improv- uh, improvising uh, playmaker that Patrick Mahomes typically is, or is he going to be limited to the pocket where he's got to play kind of a different type of game? Uh, Mahomes talked this week about the social media doctors uh, diagnosing his ankle. Yeah, I mean, no one knows unless they get the actually put their hands on it and see it. Um, but all I can do is just prepare my body the best way possible. I mean, I've seen the videos and everything like that of me walking. I don't know what you can really get from me walking. Um, but uh, I think people will see on Sunday where I'm at, and I'll see on Sunday where I'm at. I'm just going to uh, prepare my body the best way during the week to be in the best position possible. All right. Uh, I would expect Mahomes to be uh, really good, and unless he takes a hit on that ankle or he does something maybe uh, twisted or uh, does something throughout the course of the game that causes a situation to uh, worsen a little bit in terms of the injury – I think he's going to be okay. I like the Chiefs here, and and when we get into uh, the best bets, I'm going to put the Chiefs on my card this week. I early in the week, I thought if Mahomes is hobbled, he has no mobility, and he's just going to try to limp out there and be like Willis Reed and play the quarterback position on one leg. It's not going to work. But the more footage you see of him this week moving around, maybe he's a medical marvel. Maybe uh, he's one of those few guys who can recover from a high ankle sprain and go out there and play and look like himself uh, the next week. What about Joe Burrow? Uh, Burrow looked great again last week. He took out Josh Allen. He's behind a patchwork offensive line. He would would not have known the difference. Uh, I thought the the Bengals controlled the line of scrimmage. They pounded the Bills' defense with a running game. Uh, And Joe Burrow has become an elite quarterback in the NFL in uh, no time at all. In fact, he's got five playoff wins now in uh, his first three seasons, which puts him in – uh, select company. Let's hear from uh, Bengals coach Zach Taylor talking about uh, how Joe Burrow sees the field differently from other quarterbacks. He sees all 22 faster um, than most, and that's that's why he's he's able to play at the level he does. Um, there's plenty of things he sees well before I would. I wouldn't be. I obviously can't do what he does. Nobody can. Um, but he just—that's why he operates at a different level. He's—he uh, starts with protections. It starts with you know coverage looks, um, where he's got all those little tells where he can just you know 
um, take a pretty good shot at what they're going to be in. And, and if not, he's he's already got his response of where he's going to go with the ball. And so he just he's able to play really fast that way because he can see the whole field. And again, that's the preparation that leads into the game. And then he's able to play really fast when he walks out there on the field. All right, now I'm going to get into uh, my best bets here. And I've kind of done a 180 on this game. Early in the week, I thought Mahomes was hobbled. I'm going to play the Bengals. I didn't bet it. I was out of town this week in Reno, San Diego. So I'll just monitor the situation, bet it when I get back to Vegas. And um, as the week goes on, I started to believe that uh, Mahomes is going to be uh, he's going to be okay on that ankle, and I like KC the more I look at it. <clears throat> so I'm going to go down. I'm going to make uh, this bet tonight, but the official play, I'll just use the Circus Sports number uh, tonight. I like the Chiefs, and I think uh, Mahomes gets one back against Burrow here. I'm going to go Chiefs money line minus 123, and uh, that's going to be my official play on that game. I'm going to make the bet tonight after the show, and also – a bet I've already made, Eagles minus two and a half against the 49ers. So uh, those are my best bets for the football games. Let's get into uh, college hoops and the Circa College Hoops Challenge, which uh, I'm playing along in. I use Kansas as my bet, best bet uh, this week. And I made this number Kentucky minus one, and that's actually what it opened today. DraftKings put up the openers early at about 2 o'clock. Circa ran them up about a little after 4 and uh, I was surprised to see Kentucky go to a three-point favorite in this matchup. It's a Big 12 SEC challenge game. And if you think back two weeks ago, Kentucky was a struggling team. The Wildcats went to Knoxville, and they were 12-point underdogs to Tennessee. On that same day, Kansas was a uh, number one team in the nation, a number one seed in the tournament, and had one loss. It's kind of startling to think now, two weeks later, the Kentucky is a three-point favorite over the Kansas team. How much has changed in two weeks? Well, Kansas has lost three in a row. During the losing streak, the Jayhawks have shot 26% from three-point range. Jalen Wilson is a legit National Player of the Year uh, candidate. I don't think he's going to win it, uh, but he's right there in the conversation. He's got a shot. 21.4 points per game, 8.6 rebounds. If you watch him, he's a star. He's carrying this team right now. He needs some help offensively. Grady Dick, the freshman uh, shooting guard, is one guy who's got to step up. He's shooting 43.7% from three for the season, but he's in a shooting slump during this uh, three-game losing streak. I do think Kentucky has turned things around to a certain extent, but not completely around. And the one matchup advantage the Wildcats have here against the Jayhawks is Oscar Shibway because Kansas doesn't have – the typical uh, dominant low post guy who can match up with Oscar here. So I think that's Kentucky's advantage. And if the Wildcats win, he's Oscar's probably going to be the reason why. But I do think after three losses in a row, and we've rarely seen Bill Self lose three in a row at Kansas, this is a little bit of a payback game for a year ago when Kentucky went to Allen Fieldhouse and the Wildcats blew out the Jayhawks in kind of a stunning result. I was on Kentucky in that game last year. I'm on Kansas this time. I want to play Kansas plus three. I think it's a game that likely goes to the wire. Bill Self, uh, including last season, 10-3 and three straight up in games decided by three points or fewer. And I think 4-1 and one this season in those type of games. I do think this is going to be one of those that goes to the last minute. I'll take the points with Kansas. Not going to be surprised if the Jayhawks uh, win it. Also, let's uh, take a look at the other plays I used in the contest. We're going to get to all the contest plays in the final hour tonight. But I'm betting against number two, Alabama, as well. Oklahoma is a six-and-a-half-point home dog against Bama. This number opened seven. And if you look at uh, the Sooners, they've been a tough luck team in close games this season. Lost by one at home to Texas. Lost by three at home to Iowa State. Lost by two at home to Baylor a week ago. Lost by four at Kansas in a game where the Sooners blew a big lead down the stretch. Just a, a, an embarrassing collapse. But the Sooners are an 11-9 team near the bottom of the Big 12 standings, best conference in the country. And I think you're getting some value here uh, with uh, Oklahoma and the points, whether it's 6.5 or 7, whatever you can get. Uh, I like the Sooners, and I think this is another game where uh, the dogs live to win it. It should go to the wire. And watch out for Grant Sherfield transferring from Nevada. He can fill it up. 16.4 points a game, 42% uh, from three. 
And uh, a couple nights ago, Bama got a big scare from Mississippi State, and I think uh, Bama's going to get another one here from Oklahoma. Uh, So my five plays in the contest, Oklahoma plus six and a half, Kansas plus three, and uh, I'm going to hold the rest of them back for the final hour. So you're going to hear from uh, 10 handicappers in the final hour, 50 top plays on the Saturday College Hoops card, 147 games on the uh, Saturday College Hoops card, and that's why we're doing the Circa College Hoops Challenge. All right, on deck, v host Tim Murray, former College Hoops player, outstanding free throw shooter. He's going to take his best shots at the College card. Uh, Tim Murray joins the show next. Greg Hoops-Peterson also in the final hour. v the Sports Betting Network. At Bet365, we don't do ordinary. We believe that every sport should be epic. Every home run, every hit, every inning, every play. From the moments that are legendary to the ones that fly under the radar. See for yourself when you sign up today and get $150 in bonus bets when you bet just $5. Whatever the sport, whatever the moment, it's never ordinary at Bet365. 21 plus only must be present in Ohio. If you or someone you know has a gambling problem and wants help, call 1-800-GAMBLER. Terms and conditions apply. I'm Katia Adler, host of The Global Story. Over the last 25 years, I've covered conflicts in the Middle East, political and economic crises in Europe, drug cartels in Mexico. Now I'm covering the stories behind the news all over the world in conversation with those who break it. Join me Monday to Friday to find out what's happening, why, and what it all means. Follow The Global Story from the BBC wherever you listen to podcasts. Xfinity has free premium networks for everyone this month, no matter what kind of entertainment you love. Addicted to true crime? Catch killer cases and more spine-tingling shows on A&E Crime Central. Crave adventure? Explore Asian action movies on Hayah. Searching for something extreme? Check out skating, snowboarding, and more on Fuel TV Plus, the global home of action sports. And find crowd-pleasing bops on iHeartRadio's Hit Nation playlist. There's new free shows and movies to love every week. Say free this week in your Xfinity voice remote. Zumo Play is your destination for endless entertainment. With a diverse lineup of 350-plus live channels, movies, and full TV series, you'll easily find something to watch right away. And the best part? It's all free. Love music? Get lost in the 90s with iHeart 90s. Dance away with hip-hop beats and more on the iHeartRadio music channels. No logins, no signups, no accounts, no hassle. So what are you waiting for? Start streaming at play.xumo.com or download from the app and Google Play stores today. All you can stream with Zumo Play.